post loudness. Audio on the French. This very sad episode of Open Ended has been brought to you by a happy thing, and that's Iron Galaxy. Scream like a school kid ah! <laughs> with Capsule Force an intergalactic retro anime multiplayer game now available on PS4 and Steam. You can visit CapsuleForce.com for more information. Do it. Really fucking makes me anxious. Like, crazily. This is the Open-Ended Podcast where two best friends discuss tech, culture, and a side of sass. I'm James T. Green, and I'm feeling pretty good today. I don't have anything special. I had Buffalo Wild Wings for lunch. Really? I haven't had Buffalo Wild Wings. I think the only time I've ever had Buffalo Wild Wings was with you. And that was like months and months ago. Yeah, so let me me tell you about my struggles I had this afternoon. (laughs) I am a 20-something living in an urban environment. And I have the ability to have food delivered to me within a mile radius of wherever I am, thanks to the magical piece of glass in my pocket. And I had no idea what I wanted to order. And I asked a bunch of people around the co-working space that I reside, help me choose my, my lunch. And lo and behold, everybody said Buffalo Wild Wings. I ordered it. I love that um, that's a, like an option that people were like, obviously, Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, clearly. Yes. And within 30 minutes after me tapping on this glass, a nice gentleman came to my door without oh my me goodness. ever even having to leave my spot and magically brought me wings. That was so much. <laughs> it was so great. That was so much. That was such a... That was we, such... We, we live in a magical time, sir. I know, but like your narration <laughs> was the most. <laughs> oh so, my God. How are, so what about you? How are you? Um, I'm sure Vincent <laughs> and I am in my sad ass feels. I've been listening to a lot of sad ass white boy music. Like I was literally okay, listening so- to bookends by Simon and Garfunkel on my way over here, which is the most sad psychedelic music you can possibly think like they oh god they have like this song goes oh friends oh Oh, man it's just like i'm like i i I feel like i mean i just love argon funkel's voice his voice is just pure magic to me as soon as you sung that all of a sudden a tent from anthropology just (laughs) exactly somewhere zoe dashanel is like dancing around this and spinning in a circle somewhere yes being like a fairy goddess yeah yes. so, so um, speaking of said white men <laughs> my favorite type <laughs> you came to me with a really interesting subject yes and i just had to say yes yes to this pitch yes okay so um listeners from last week probably tell and probably before then that i am a massive massive disgusting fan of radiohead and when we recorded that episode their new album hadn't come out. They didn't even announce the new album was going to come out until the next day. And so I was like, oh shit, oh shit. I'm, I'm not prepared for this. I'm not ready for this. I, like, I'm still trying to like, reconcile with my feelings about Lemonade. I'm not ready for a Radiohead album too. Like, my brain can only you know, handle so much new shit. So I'm just like, I'm ready. I'm so not ready, but I'm ready for it. And it happened on Mother's Day. And I was like, but my mom, my mom also likes Radiohead. So she got it. She was like, I'm going to need like an hour to just deal with my feelings. So you had to choose between Radiohead or your mother. Yeah. That's, that's hard. Right. It was like, oh, conflictions. But we made it work. <laughs> I took an hour away, went on for a walk. It was really nice. I 
came back to the house and I had a panic attack. One of the worst ones I've had in six months. So bad that my dad had to like hold me. And it's one of those things you can't really understand until, you know, days after the fact. But with a panic attack or any of those kind of um, occurrences, you don't know how it starts or where it comes from, where those triggers can happen. And of course, you know, it's not about Radiohead. Radiohead's the last thing that would cause that. But it might have been something that a word or a passing by or something I might have like saw on my periphery on the walk that could have triggered it. But after the fact that the album was over and literally the last line in the album is called Just Don't Leave. It's one of their <laughs> oldest songs called um, True Love Waits. It's been around for, I don't know, 20 years. Like when I saw the, when I saw the track list, I was like, holy shit, True Love Waits finally. Like It was like their white whale of tracks. It, it came out in 1994. They performed it a few times every once in a while. But it was one of those songs that like, it was a fan favorite, but they never put it on a studio album. They recorded it live, and it came out in 2001 on their live album, I Might Be Wrong. I was really shocked when I was like, holy shit, what does this mean? And then I think, like, I was nervous, like, is this the last Radiohead album? And then, like, I was like, oh, shit, I'm not sure if I'm, I don't want to live in a world with Radiohead album not coming out anymore. There's a lot of just feelings. Yeah, it's really interesting when you think about triggers, because especially with the internet everywhere there's any point in time that you can have triggers pop up to you exactly like you're not looking for this shit you're not like roman i'm like "Mm, let me like i'm fixing for some triggers like there's nothing in your just snackable triggers that just can come at you whenever possible exactly and it's hard to like keep your guard up all the time too because that also causes its own form of anxiety because you're always looking for some shit Mm. or waiting for some shit to happen so what are like your most common triggers that usually pop up to you, at least from the internet? I know it's silly, but like debt relief stuff. I have debt, not a lot of debt. It's fixable debt that I'm working on, but like college commercials that are on TV. Oh, like the ones from daytime television? Mm-hmm. Like if it happened to be home or like sometimes they're like in the evenings too. I haven't finished my master's yet and just like higher education commercials just like stretching the fuck out. Oh shit, I gotta get my life in order. Things right. like that and just fixing right. that. But then, you know... I'm just passing through my day and my timeline on Twitter. And then randomly a thing will pop up as a promoted ish, um, promoted thing. And it's like, it sends me back into a frenzy. Do you ever wonder what your anonymous profile that is sent to these ad networks says about you? Clearly it thinks I'm like a teen mom or like, <laughs> or you like, it's just, it or says like, a, like anxious college aged, woman. Yeah. Aged woman of a certain age. And they're like, how can we make, her as anxious as possible so she can do whatever it is we want like it's yeah, like a sense exactly. of manipulation oh it, i mean it totally is it's subliminal <laughs> for right, sure right, right. yeah and it's hmm. just keeping that um whatever call to action um for me to do whatever i need to do right. or whatever they want me to do in the peripheral of my brain right there in the frontal lobe and it's just constantly there and it's awful the things that really give me triggers are in fact other people and mm. it's not even bad things, usually. It's usually when I see already the amazing, talented friend circles that we have. Yeah. And we're really fortunate. We have a lot yeah. of really talented, smart, ambitious friends. Yeah. And then you see them doing great things. Mm. And I feel really great for them. I'm so excited for them. But 
I just also can't help but internalize that in a way. And that's the human condition. Yeah, it really kind of comes to me in a way. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why am I not feeling this way? Why am I not doing this or that? Or, you know, having the same degree of success. And that always ends up being a trigger for me. That always ends up being something that it sits with me. It's almost like if you can think of, they're like tiny monkeys and they have symbols. Oh, yeah. And they just slap them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine like that lying dormant in your head. And then once you come across a trigger, Mm -hmm. it just gets louder and louder and louder. Absolutely. And And, and it it becomes deafening. You can't think of anything else but this issue. And it becomes deafening. And then the switch to turn it off broke and you can't turn it off. Yep. And then it gets louder and louder until you can't think of anything else but this one thing. Yeah, I think that's a panic attack. And those things happen. That's spot on. Good job. And it's this weird circle that kind of comes about because you're proud of your friends or your acquaintances Mm -hmm. but then you feel like shit and by you i'm saying to myself i feel like shit and then i'm feeling like shit because i'm like i should not be feeling like shit (laughs) so it's this oh yeah endless cycle yeah that's what it gets to it's like but i'm doing cool things too right it's a different type of cool thing right right and then you get shit at yourself for being angry at yourself for feeling feelings yeah. So so yeah. It's this feeling, and of, it's just yeah. It's a it's a cyclical right. fucking. Ugh. It is. It is. It's it's the cycle of the internet, and I don't know. I don't know. When I'm surrounded by so much good news, I have to take a break from the internet, and that's a weird thing to say. It's yeah. a weird thing to admit. I know it's weird, but like I get anxious about dates at the end of the month really fucking makes me anxious like crazily it's like oh god another month is passing another month is passing and i'm not reaching my goals and i think that like for me in order for me to keep my sanity and keep myself from going into a tailspin is reminding myself that it's okay to i wouldn't say not have goals but not have your goals be set on a certain date say for instance you have like this goal and you know you have to make it at some point and you put a date on it because once you get to that point and you don't have those tools to make it and the date is growing closer and closer and you have really no control over the fact that you don't have yeah. those tools yet, what are you doing? Okay. You are providing absolutely no resolution whatsoever mm-hmm. except for giving yourself a shit ton of angst, <laughs> a shit ton of anxiety right. and just needless pressure that like, while yes, you have to make this goal. Yes, you have to set this as good as set goals. It's also good to realize that, like, if you don't hit that goal, it's not a failure. Dates and setting time is something I've been so used to because that's kind of how I work. I'm realizing more and more that it's okay to have, you know, a rough draft, an outline, things that you would like to have, bullet points that you'd like to hit, but not putting on such a ambitious date. How... Are you being kind to yourself after you have these triggers surrounding you by every screen in your life? I go for a walk. Usually I go outside. I don't bring my phone with me. And sometimes I'll just bring like a book, like an actual book. Go for a walk and or I like go for, you know, something that makes me happy, like ice cream or something like something that's like silly and arbitrary, but enough to like get me out of the house, enough for me to like be around people. You're on the bus and you're on your phone scrolling through twitter trigger happens what do you do i turn off my phone and i and i um I, this happened before actually yeah, yeah 
Um, I, I get off my phone, I turn it off, I put it away, and then I just get off the bus and take for and like walk as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've done that. I've gone off the bus just because that's I fair, needed. That's fair. Because I needed just to get the fuck off the bus and deal with my feelings not in a, like be in public but not on a fucking bus <laughs> isn't it like really wild like for instance a lot of times we connect with a lot of our friends just through twitter mm-hmm. as always you know it's yeah. just passively we're just going through life every once in a while we'll check twitter that's how we know about what our friends are doing or slack or anything mm-hmm. of that nature isn't it really wild to think about that in between these posts that everyone in our group does everyone is dealing with their own shit and you have no idea what the fuck they're dealing with exactly and i think that's what in like in the recent months me dealing with you know my my anxiety has been at its most at its peak in the last six months trying to remember perspective mercury's in retrograde and i was like oh my god that explains like all the bad shit that's happening in my life and it's like no the universe is not trying to tell you anything the universe is not trying to save you and put a hand out that's just what the fuck we live in and some days are going to be good some days are going to be bad and just know power through it bitch like toughen up (laughs) and that's what that's what my logic says and then my feelings my feels comes Mm -hmm. in like oh but like it's really hard right now and i'm trying and i'm trying to ignore the anxiety as much as i can and just try to focus and try to be kind of myself and know that that part of me is still a part of me right but it's the part of me that i need to control me it's weird because sometimes i feel like humans still can't grasp and i don't and i think it might be because maybe we have to go through like another round of evolution or something but (laughs) i don't think that currently our brains can grasp around the fact that we can be entertained and access the internet at any given point in our lives and the vastness of emotions that being connected at any given point can bring emotions and the way we interact with people there is this barrier I guess this boundary that we sometimes haven't really defined it even because we don't really know if it exists or not. We are so like, yeah, I'm so open with my friends. I'm so like, you know, I'm so concerned about my friends, but there's still like this boundary that we still haven't like pushed through or broken down or whatever. And I think in some respects, we need that boundary. We can be open to a point. I think sometimes you just need that boundary. You can't be so open to everyone because i feel like when people are open it's like people think it's being you know selfless and you know i'm, I'm letting myself in there's this there's, it can be almost like a selfish point of view too in that regard because you expect them to be as open as you are and you can't expect anyone to be anything number one but open to is it's a lot of levels there has to be trust involved there has to be you know just a person's personality in general because you know the person has every right to be reserved or shy or however so i think as far as like being open about feelings and emotions there are levels to it that was a very sad conversation it was a sad conversation but i think it was uplifting you know i mean we all got shit we very all, deep we all got shit to deal with we got shit to deal with and i think and you know i don't want to crop up some more stuff but like perspective guys it's cool to have it it's cool not to have it sometimes it's it's cool to be sad but yes it's cool very, to be sad at this very moment i want to cheer things up yeah because you know what time it is it is open call time it's open call time <laughs> open call it is open call time open call open call open call open call it's open call time so if you are new to this program 
Open call is where we discuss what it is that we're feeling this week. What's making us happy? What's making us happy? And we always keep it a secret from one another until this very moment. So, mm-hmm. Sarah, what are you feeling this week? I'm feeling one of my buddies, my beautiful, beautiful friend, Subi Shaw. She is a co host of Gossip Girls, <laughs> um, a, po- a post on this podcast. And um, she's just. She's one of my favorite people, honestly. Like, we've been friends now almost two years. In the last year or so, we've really gotten close. And she's just a fabulous human being. Like, I think she's just, I just adore her. And um, the other day, I was having um, kind of a bad day. And she just, like, took me out for drinks. We went to, like, Mariano's, like, the wine bar, and, like, had, like, a couple of glasses of wine and just, like, chatted about shit and, like, we're, are we look to plan a trip and just doing really nice things for each other and just being a really, really nice friend to me. And I'm seeing her later tonight, and I'm going to see her again um, later this week. So, like, just spending time with her has been really good for my health and my soul and i'm so happy that i get to like hang out with her all the time anyway because of our podcast together and uh, she's just one of my favorite people so she is making me happy this week Subi. where's your answer that's a secret we'll never tell you know you love us xoxo my open call this week is an emoji yes which is it thinking emoji Yes, it's ah, the, it's the, emoji. the best one. It's the best. So, I have a rotating list of my favorite <laughs> emojis, and I think I just realized this at the beginning of the week that my new favorite emoji right now is, in fact, the thinking face emoji. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a great addition. So, I'm gonna read you a bio of the thinking face emoji. Give it a little bit of its history. So. <laughs> According to Emojipedia.org, which is the the prime emoji placement, thinking face is the official name of this emoji. And it is as, quote, a face shown with a single finger and thumb resting on the chin, glancing upward, used to indicate thinking or deep thought, can be paired with a thought balloon or light bulb to indicate an idea, and is sometimes used to question the intelligence of a written statement, aka throwing shade at a person or concept. The thinking face emoji was approved as part of Unicode 8 in 2015. And my favorite reason for using this emoji is it saves me for so many times when I'm throwing shade at a situation <laughs> or I'm just thinking like the mm, this I, motherfucker here. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This so Negro I can, here. So I can just whoever throw, that might be. So I can just throw that emoji in there and be like, hmm, okay. <laughs> Okay, are you sure? Are, are you, you sure? sure? You sure you want to do this? It's the closest emoji we have to the sipping tea. It like is. Like, it really it is. is. Like, uh, it is. is that what you meant by that, it's, son? It's it's the emoji equivalent of, like, the look that my grandma used to give me. <laughs> okay, so you tweeted out this really great, I don't even know where it came from, but, like, it's, like, it's, like, the, it's, like, it's, like, blown out, and it's, like, <laughs> It's like a shadow, and then it's like oh, it's like augmented on top of it, and it's just it's like one of those fucking like when you used to go like get pictures at like the mall, and they do yes. like a do they like you yes. know like a yeah. <laughs> they do like a weird shadow play thing, and, 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 that's, I, and, and that's the reason why I died. I was like, I can't, I can't with this new girl. I can't. 
<laughs> what are you doing? What is happening? And I should fake we'll, that. We'll, we'll make, I want it, please. <laughs> we'll make sure to uh, to put this image in the show notes. Because no, that's that, that's that's show could, art. I'm sorry, that's show it, art. It very well maybe the show art. I might I might rebuild it and then make a high res version. Make it re- make it retina ready. Just like I cannot. Though. Why and, is this happening? And I'll give a major shout out to Rachel Hyman, who is at who is at Come Through Girl on Twitter because. Yes. I originally saw her post it. I don't know where she got it from or she, if she made it. If, if you made it, then you win the internet. Please. Yes. Please <laughs> oh confirm this. Oh, my God. Um, I could not. I laughed like for two solid minutes at my dad's at work. People yeah. were looking at me weird. But that image is the reason why thinking face emoji is now my favorite. And I have <laughs> that image completely saved on my phone underneath the favorites in my photo roll because i have to use it so fucking much on the dude internet. that is like that's like wallpaper worthy <laughs> it is like low-key wallpaper it worthy it is so shout out to you thinking face emoji we did it chair we did it motherfucker we did it episode 54 54 wow like it just keeps on getting larger it does every time just like my bank account i'm getting no that's not true that is untrue that i'm poor as fuck remember, remember that please remember don't. remember i'm poor <laughs> please donate <laughs> every time i look at these numbers go up i just put on my thinking emoji face and i'm like hmm, hmm. are we gonna make 200 that i don't is. know we'll find out only time will tell xoxo so <laughs> i want to give a special shout out to chicago podcast co-op for letting us be a part of their network thank you cpc so if you really enjoy this show you might enjoy blurry photos tell me about blurry photos here blurry photos humorously sheds light on the shadowy topics of the world from cryptozoology and the paranormal to conspiracies and the unexplained dave and david want you to learn something weird that is blurry photos here at the cpc and we want to give a special thanks to cards against humanity thanks cards so this episode was produced and edited by myself with editorial oversight by Cher Vincent. Who did the music, by the way? U plus one F60C, which is the Unicode for the Blitzout emoji, James's old favorite Unicode um, emoji, but um, maybe it's a se- close second. Who knows? <laughs> but that is also yeah. James' musical side project. Yeah, we have to update that soon. So you can also rate us on iTunes. You can recommend us on Overcast, or you can be the needle and thread to us on Stitcher. On the Stitch. And since we are not rich, you can definitely donate to us. Yeah, I made that up. I was just trying to be clever, but we we need money. Yeah, and especially, especially soon, because we are looking to finally upgrade our equipment for this show. Mm -hmm. Right now, my computer fan is severely, severely, and I mean severely, going nuts. It's so loud. And I think that we have hit the limit to some of the software that we're using. So we are looking to plan some upgrades. And we've got some special things lined up in the works in the coming months. It involves travel. Mm -hmm. And let's just say we're going to need to pay airfare. Yeah, that's right. We're going to be doing some traveling for some live events that are happening. Mm -hmm. And let's just say with this airfare, it's probably looking to be probably at least close to 500 bucks Mm -hmm. so let's try to set up a goal in a month or two or three let's at least like get our patreon up to at least at least at least 77 dollars a month let's try that and go for a cool hundred no fuck this cool hundred okay we'll go for a cool hundred a month yeah you guys can do it guys let's do it yeah let's do that or if you feel so compelled 
just drop us some donations so that way we can at least pay for our airfare. How can you help us out? You can go to openended.fm slash donate, or you can go to Patreon starting at $1 a month and become a member at patreon.com slash openended. Definitely, definitely check that out, especially since you have made it to the very end. You must really, really enjoy this program. Mm -hmm. So do us a favor. Go down to the donate page. If you haven't given us some money, drop us a few bucks. And last but not least, let us know what you think. We're always trying to make this podcast better each and every week. And I'm trying to give myself even more things to do, including continuously editing this thing to pieces. So how can you let us know what we've done wrong? You can go to our Ask Cole over at axe.fm slash openendedfm, where you can send us questions, you can give us some feedback, but mostly questions to that place. We really want to, you know, we want to see what you think. And our open up segment will return when you guys give us some questions. So uh, you should go over and do that. You can also use a hashtag AskOpenEnded on Twitter. And if you want to contact us, go to our website, openended.fm slash contact. You can go to our email at theopenendedpodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter anytime you like at OpenEndedFM. So I'm super thrilled for next week's guest mm-hmm. because this person is a kin of shares. Yes, my sister. <laughs> my little baby sis. Um, she's in the city for a few weeks and I just want her on this podcast. I just want the world to hear this fantastic girl's voice. She's um she's actually my favorite person. She really is. And um I adore her and I'm super proud of her and all the things she's been accomplishing and uh, yeah. So, uh my sister, my proud proud big sister moment to have my little sister on the podcast i'm very excited about it i'm just excited for next week to just kind of chill on the sidelines because she has a lot of personality so I'm she excited just to does see you think you, yeah she's uh she's way more amped than i am i don't know if i can handle two <laughs> shares right next to me she's totally different than me though like well i know this she's we're we're, we're different as night and day so yes. um yeah it's gonna be interesting for sure yeah so until next week what do we say at the end of every show share Keep things open-ended.